This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today's episode is how to be guided by your intuition, not fear. People often ask me, how can I know for sure whether it's my fear or my intuition talking at me? Now, I'm not talking about rational fear when danger is real, but irrational fear when danger isn't real. In this podcast, you'll learn about irrational fear and what it is, and intuition, what that is, how to weigh up the two, differentiate between them, and which to choose and when. If we're in a state of fear, anxiety, or even just stress, it's really hard to sense our intuition. Intuition is something most people have experienced. It's that mysterious impulse or instinct, a gut feeling, a knowing, a sixth sense. It's that feeling of, I just can't trust that person, or I should just do this thing. I just know it. And for decades now, science has been investigating intuition and has scientific understanding of it. For instance, our unconscious mind is now known to be 95% of our mind, and it's working 24-7. It's processing constantly. It never sleeps. So it's often working away in the background without us realising until we become more conscious of what it's producing, and that's our intuition. Psychologist and neuroscientist Professor Joel Pearson at the Future of Minds Lab in the University of New South Wales, Australia, says that we're processing vast amounts of information before we're consciously aware And intuition is swift and physical, and that's because the processing is happening in the primitive fight-or-flight parts of our brain, the amygdala and other limbic parts of the brain. And he he gives an example of when you walk, walk into a restaurant and you're already calculating the dirty floor, the fake flowers, the funny smell, your eyes and your sense of smell are all calculating, processing the information, taking in all the cues, computing it and basing all of this on previous experiences. And our instinct is no, I'm not going to stay in this restaurant. He also gives a a personal example of when he found himself marking student papers and he'd get a hunch early on in the paper and reading it that there's going to be a problem with this paper and there always was. And he found that the problems were either with the research design, the methodology or the way it was written up. And he went on to study the science of instinct. Steven Spielberg, the great creator of Star Wars, says... This was how it came to him, the concept of Star Wars, through his intuition. And he says the hardest thing is to listen to your instincts, your human personal intuition. He says it always whispers, it never shouts, and it's very hard to hear. So you have to, every day of your lives, be ready to hear what whispers in your ear as it very rarely shouts. Irrational fear, however, shouts. It's unproductive. It holds us back, can even be destructive. Like paranoia, for example, it can be so loud. Dr. Judith Orloff is a psychiatrist, intuitive healer, and New York Times bestselling author. And she says we've got to reflect on ingrained negative psychological patterns or wounds. And to resolve these, we have to work out where they've come from and do what's necessary to loosen their hold. 
As a personal example, I was programmed as a child to be highly critical of myself, particularly after academic or other competitions or performances. And I'm sure this made me very rigorous. And I've worked through the negative aspect of this tediously. But still, it will often pop into my mind, especially after a difficult session with a patient or in a media or speaking performance situation or afterwards, you know, the inner critic, when it does, I just observe it, dismiss it with the response, you always do that. You know, it's always never good enough. The fear that I've stuffed up, you always do that. So what are some solutions? Well, in a state of fear, anxiety, or even stress, it's really hard to access our intuition. We have to get the anxiety down. We have to remove the stress. And generally, physical exercise, breathing exercises, meditation, relaxation exercises will do this. If not, seek professional help. It's really important to be able to diminish these arousal states in order to access intuition, because if we don't, it's almost impossible to sense the intuition. Dr. Orloff advises, first, take stock of what makes you afraid and work out what are logical, rational, legitimate fears and what are your irrational fears. Second, use your legitimate fears to take steps to protect yourself. And with the illegitimate fears, transform these irrational fears by using your courage. Orloff says, question fears that are tied to your low self-esteem. These are probably irrational. For example, if a person fears they're too emotionally damaged to find love, that is irrational because even the severely emotionally wounded can find love. To me, this is an example of how irrational fear is so unproductive, does hold us back, that we need to push through it, even if gently with baby steps, with courage and often with support. Orloff says, true intuitions will never put you down. They won't support destructive behaviours or attitudes. Professor Joel Pearson says, be wary of your intuition if you're also feeling high emotion at the same time. He says, be aware of the differences between intuition and our primal brain reward systems or impulses. That basic survival instinct of appetite, lust, fear, aggression, because these are primitive and were developed for survival. They can't be trusted for us to automatically act on without thinking, of course. New environments or settings can disrupt our intuition and make it untrustworthy. Professor Pearson says, only use your intuition in situations where you have experience and expertise, as he did when marking papers. So Dr. Orloff tells us how to tell the difference between fear from intuition. She says, reliable intuition gives us information in a neutral, unemotional way. It just feels right in our gut. It has a compassionate, affirming tone. It gives crisp, clear impressions that we see first and then feel. It conveys a detached sensation, like we're in a theatre watching a movie. Dr. Orloff says, on the other hand, irrational fear is highly emotionally charged. It's cruel, demeaning or delusional. It conveys no gut-centred confirmation or target feeling. It reflects past psychological wounds and programs, and it diminishes our centeredness and perspective. 
So remember, as Spielberg said, intuition always whispers, it rarely shouts. And irrational fear, as you've just heard, often shouts, complains, puts us down and holds us back. Enjoy the journey of differentiating the two. It will make your life easier and more enriched. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 397 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7, on 1800-55-1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.